This is the podcast at Clark's Room. It's my thoughts on education, technology, leadership, and life. If you like what you're hearing, please take a minute to like, subscribe, and share. You can find the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. We haven't had a Clark's Room podcast in probably six months, but that's been with intention. But I'm super, super stoked right now because I'm actually sitting in, in the offices of Otis in Chicago, which is a, an amazing platform that um, I won't go into in detail with, but I'm sitting with Keith, who is the COO. Is that Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And um, thanks for being here. And, and just to paint a picture, we're sitting in our office. Joe is here all the way from California and it's May. May. It's beautiful. May. <laughs> Where oh wait, in California it's beautiful. It's yes, yeah. but you know how I think April showers are supposed to bring May flowers. Yeah. But uh, April snow has brought May rain, yeah. so it's terrible. So I wouldn't say it's terrible for Midwest. I mean, growing up in the Midwest, I expect this. Like you just right. never know. Like tomorrow could be 85, and you, yeah, you just I'm never sure know. will be. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, I wanted to meet Keith and the Otis team because they've been amazing influence in my educational journey, probably without them even knowing it. And I should say, like likewise, like so, you were just talking to Chris, who's our one of our co-founders and chief product officer. A- after you made the introduction, Chris is like, we've talked. Yes, you know, we we the feedback of of users, as I shared with you earlier, it's not just like we check a box. The feedback of users is good. We literally want to hear like, what are the problems. Yeah. Which I, I will say is, is, once again, this is not a commercial for Otis or anything like that, but the one thing I would say in the edu tech space, it's changing, I think. A lot of districts, when you use certain softwares, there's like a district rep that has to contact the company. And, and that's changing, and I know Otis, the one thing I, I will say is, you want to hear from people. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Everyone. I always like to ask people, like, what's your edu origin? You know, we don't have mm-hmm. to go through your whole uh, you no. know, LinkedIn page or anything, but like, how'd, Definitely you, not. How, how'd you get into education? And then just a real quick snippet of how you how you switch over to, you're still in education, but yeah. you're just in a different space. I was, I wanted to be a rock star. That was like, that was my That's plan. dream. That I was think, my dream. Yeah. And in college, I was working at an after school program in the suburbs of Chicago in an elementary school mm-hmm. and everyone there was in teacher prep program. I was at Columbia College in Chicago for to be a sound engineer and I realized that I liked working in a school environment and I decided that teaching would be a great career for me um, because not only did I enjoy the work and I thought it was meaningful but it gave me quite frankly time off to do things in music. Yeah. So I became a third grade teacher Loved it. To this day, my favorite job I've ever had. That Third I, grade. Third grade. Yeah, and the reason oh I liked it. Oh my gosh. There's a couple of reasons I like it. First of all, I could do the math. Like, I'm with you on that one. And the second reason is that that age, I feel those that students that are early elementary or mid-elementary, they can solve the world's problems if adults will stop talking and listen to them. Mm. And I'm not saying that it's just like this platitude that doesn't mean anything. I'm literally saying that they see things that are happening and ask questions as to why that make a lot of sense. So not that they have the life experience to solve the world's yeah. problems, but they do ask questions that if adults took time to really think about the questions that they're asking about why politics work the way they do or why wars happen the way they happen, Think we could have some good discussions. Yeah, they don't have the fear of curiosity that we do as adults. And yeah, totally, you're right? exactly right. So anyway, so I, then I became yeah. an administrator, and the way the reason I switched over into working in a tech is my friend, who was a the drummer of our 
my band. So what, what was your band name? We, what? we had a few names. Okay, because this is important. Like, of really, course. I was in a band, so we'll see. What you, so what do you play? Drums. Oh, you're a drummer? Well, I play drums. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a drummer. Yeah, the first band I was ever in was called Cinch. The sec and then the second band was called Wishlist. The third band was called Moda. But we played, we played some really cool venues around the city, and we played uh, CMJ uh, in New York. You know, we tour around. It was, cool. it was fun. So, so the band I was in was called Marshmallow. That's and, good. And we spelled it wrong, and we had a marshmallow logo that was pretty angry. He was an angry art marshmallow. You sh did you copyright it? No, but there's a band out there. I think that's our there's a DJ. But but uh, but I do have a tape of our song still that we made it. in a Tapes four track in a bathroom. So, four yeah. tracks are yeah. the best. So well, I the acoustics are probably amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No. But anyway, I got I got so I got out of education because yeah. my friend had started an ed tech company and uh, and I went to work with him. Well, that's awesome. I typically like to ask a few questions because I, I just really like to get different viewpoints, right? Because mm -hmm. that's when we grow. Yeah. Right? You know, we were talking a little bit earlier, and I'm going to bring it back up about innovation and. And I fully admit in my disdain for, for how often that is used in, right. the, in, the, in the educational space because when you look at, let's say, technology in the private industry or you look at um, where products have come, innovation happens very fast, right? Our phone is more powerful than you know the space shuttle, right? Down sure. to the moon. But in, in, uh, in education, we're really not very much different than the first public schools in the early 1900s, late 1800s. What, I mean, I, I know we're talking a little bit, but innovation versus acceleration, or just your thoughts on what really innovation looks like versus just a check the box term. Yeah, well, I think what innovation looks like in education, in my opinion, has nothing to do with technology use. Mm -hmm. I think that's one element of that can be innovative. Um, I think innovation today would be uh, using everything that you know about a kid and helping them be their best. And I don't care if that's, it shouldn't have to do anything with software. As we were talking yeah. at breakfast, if a kid is sad, the answer is talk to them, have lunch with them and ask them why they're sad. That is gonna do more than understanding why they're sad by putting them in front of a video app and having them tell you how they feel. Mm -hmm. So I think innovation to me is, you know, if everyone is innovating, then no one is innovating. So I think true innovation to me is results driven. A kid leaves school feeling great. A parent knows how their student is doing and is has the information to continue the work of the school at home. Leaders feel like they really have their thumb on the pulse of what their school is all about. To me, that's innovative. Yeah. I don't know if it has anything to, to do with one doesn't have to do only with budgets or only with technology or only with human resources. I think it has to do with a lot of things. I, I like the definition. Innovation is looking at what you're currently doing and changing it only if you make it better. Yeah. Because some, right. sometimes if you don't change it, that's being innovative. That's right. Um, and again, that's a good point that change for change's sake generally will result in something not good. Yeah, it doesn't end well. <laughs> it doesn't um, end well. You can ask yeah. in, in, in I'll prove that point by telling you that if I go to change a like a faucet mm -hmm. in my house because I think we should have a new faucet, always ends bad. Ah. So so <laughs> change just for change can be really bad. Yeah, especially if your wife doesn't want the new faucet. And right? if you don't know what you're doing. But see, YouTube fixes the don't know what you're doing part. Let's, is, let's honestly, be honest. Honestly, so yeah. I have like I'm really proud of myself because I changed an outdoor light fixture 
in like our houses from the 70s by watching a YouTube video. Yeah, you can. And I sharpened a lawnmower blade. That's you could literally. I believe you could figure out surgery from YouTube. It, it's a, I agree. It's unbelievable. One last question. I always like to end with. I say, you know, if you were the grand, I use the term grand Puba, yep. where you're the master of everything. Mm -hmm. You know, you could, you know, wave a Harry Potter wand and make one impactful change in the educational space. What would you do? I would increase the trust that teachers have in administrators, that administrators have in teachers, and that parents and the rest of the community has in the school system. Because I truly believe that people who go to work in schools in general want to do the best they can for kids. And administrators are there in general for the right reasons. And so I, that's what I wish. I wish everyone could, we could reset things and, and trust that everyone was there for the right reasons. Mm -hmm was 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 in place it's almost like um Im improv assume the yes and there like, you go yeah, like assume, assume positive yeah and positive intent well, well thanks so much where can if people want to learn more about you learn more yeah. about us how can they hit you on the twitter sphere otis.com with you ot organizing technology for us otus.com i'm on twitter at, at keith westman and then otis is on twitter at, at otis k12 and if, if those are your Twitter people, um, Keith is a great follow. He doesn't just post about Otis, he posts about a lot of Ed Space things. And he, he follows a lot of great people, so you see a lot of great content. And you do too, like your, your podcast. I'm, I'm a big podcast guy, um, but there's really only a few in education that I listen to, and yours is one of them. Well, so I appreciate I, I that, Yours man. are really good. So it was a lot of fun. Thanks for spending a, a couple hours with me today. I really appreciate it. Have great. a great day. Yeah, thanks. Thank you again for tuning into the podcast at Clark's Room. I do appreciate you spending a few minutes of your day with me. If you like what you hear, don't forget to share, subscribe, and like through your favorite podcast provider. If you want to find more information about Clark's Room, you can go to clarksroom.com, find me on Twitter at Clark's Room, or visit the new Patreon site, patreon.com slash clarksroom.